and welcome to What the Hops. I'm Brian. I'm Adam. I'm Eric. And yeah, we're sitting here. Fall is in full swing, I guess. You know, I mean, it definitely switched up on us. Fall sucks, dude. The last day of summer was like 90 degrees, hot as balls. And then, and then all of a sudden we had a giant freaking thunderstorm. And next thing you know, you wake up in the morning, it's like fucking 50 degrees out. Yeah. Winds blowing. And everybody's just like, fuck this shit. Literally, the first day of autumn was like a high of 62. I just walk outside and get pissed off right away now. All the girls are already getting their uh, Han Solo outfits ready, you know. Yeah, I was getting those Ugg getting them, out. getting them Uggs out and their vests and fucking getting pick, ready to fucking roll. Those apples, you know. Let's go apple picking this weekend. Oh yeah, go pick some apples. Maybe we can have some cider. I said at work yesterday that I hate cider, like just regular cider. And people are like, oh, don't you dare say that. I'm like, dude, cider sucks. It gives you diarrhea and so does pumpkin spice. They both suck. There's nothing good about fall. Yo. Everything <laughs> dies and like it gets cold. What is the great about that? The best thing about fall to me is I can listen to typo negative and not look weird. <laughs> Why? Because everything around you is dying? dying? <laughs> Pretty much. I have to admit, though, I did have my first pumpkin spice latte last week. Yo, I'm all fucking wood. No, I am all about pumpkin spice. I'm I'm on the pumpkin spice train too, though. I'll 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 say that. Where's your Uggs at, (laughs) dude? You know me. You know he ordered Amazon. Dude, you are Mister Seasons. Amazon. I am Mister Seasons. (laughs) Yeah, fucking heat blister (laughs) or heat miser, whatever the hell it is. Yeah, it's gonna start one. It's gonna start up like next week, right? For like two yeah. weeks from now. Good. Bring on the Christmas music. Get me out of fall. Fall sucks. <laughs> you could take me from summer to winter. I'd be much more happy. See, my wife is upstairs right now, and she would definitely, you know, throw that right in your face. That's her favorite season. Like Katie, fall, fall sucks. Fall <laughs> soon enough for her. Like it's July, and she's like, I want fall. The only thing I like about fall is that hockey starts. That's true. It's the only thing I enjoy about fall. That's a good segue. Yeah. Because, you know, people get really excited here about football and everything else. And let's be, re- do, let's, but- let's be real, guys. Like, is football that great? I mean, I think it's become watered down the way the way the league is and everything that just happens. And like, it's I don't know. It's it's not to me. The NFL is not that fun anymore. It's not the same game that it was like 20 years ago. And it's, it's not even about like, oh, they can't hit her anymore and this and this and this. It's like, I don't care about that. Yeah. You know, good. You're not like making people like jello. Their brain's jello anymore. Well, I think Great. You, you don't have those teams that you hated. Yeah, we do. It's called I mean, the Patriots. The they beat the piss out of us for That's, 20 years. Yeah. Everybody hates the Patriots. I mean, we hate, I mean, I, I like to say most people hate the Steelers, right? Does yeah. anybody really like the Steelers other than people in Pittsburgh? No, but see, Pittsburgh fans are like the most butthurt fans out of like sports. Like it's like a proven fact, like with hockey. Like, yes, this, they, is, this is this is actually a good segue this, into this too. Like, seriously, <laughs> you know? seriously, like they, they really are. Like people say, like, what's the worst, two worst fans? Toronto fans? Pittsburgh fans. But yeah, we can say we got fuck Boston and fuck Montreal too. Boston fans get pretty fucking stupid too. Yeah. But but like, I guess Boston, Boston fans don't really care about the Bruins as much as they like you to think though. Yeah. It's, it's, they they still do enough. I think there's more care for them than there are the Celtics. I think it's baseball first, then. No, it's, 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 is there though? Because the Celtics have been pretty decent. Like they had like what one bad year in the past, like 15 or whatever it's been. I mean, yeah, they they definitely they come full circle. I don't That's know what, what I mean. The like, last time they won, I mean, fucking Garnett was on the team. And 
Yeah, but I mean, they've been pretty yeah, decent, and you know, like I mean, yeah, they're uh, Kyrie Irving now. Kyrie Irving's a space cadet, dude. He's talking about the Earth's flat too. He's a flat Earth truther. Well, he's in a movie now. He's, he's Hollywood. He sucks. Yeah. He's Uncle Drew. Oh yeah, they did. They did make a movie about that. <laughs> Who the fuck's watching a movie about a fucking Pepsi commercial? Right? It's a Pepsi commercial, right? Yes. Yeah, I like Pepsi. Yeah. Hey, sorry, Kyrie, you're not fucking Eddie Murphy. Tweets their own. Back the fuck up. Whatever, dude. I, I watch basketball here and there. I watch more. I watch more college basketball, but once playoffs come on, I try. I watch that. But I mean, it's it's just another thing that's on to me. Like it's not like hockey. Like I could sit there and watch the fucking ECHL. If, if I could watch it on TV, I'd be watching it. Like when I have like the Big Ten Network, I'll watch college hockey. I don't care. Like that's in my blood. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's how you were raised too, though. I mean, well, my dad was more football, though, and I mean, we, we liked hockey, but at the same time, it was like, hey, you want to go to a stampede game? Yeah. Your dad also is. Wings. Your dad also is Mr. Canisius, too. So yeah, damn right. You see the new jerseys this year? They're sick, dude. They got orange. <laughs> they got yellow jerseys this year. They're gold. Nice. I retweeted that pump up video for the season. Got me fucking pumped up. <laughs> Can we talk about one thing that got released what two days ago, and how creepy? My that, man Gritty? <laughs> that Flyers mascot it is. Me, Gritty. Dude, I'm going to have nightmares about that dude. <laughs> dude, I can't get, be able I to go cannot, sleep. I cannot get enough of it. He's going to eat your dreams. That guy's like Twitter account. Like, I checked yesterday, he had like 47,000 followers. What was the tweet the other day about the Penguins mascot? I'm coming for you. Yeah, oh, yeah, he said, quiet, sleep with one eye open, bird. <laughs> I mean, as long as they keep it as creepy as they possibly can, I'm all for it. Dude, he looks like you know? Animal from the Muppets, except he like he did bath salts or something. No, no, the best, the best one, the best uh, comparison so far is someone took the uh, Canadians mascot and said said faces of meth, and it was just like the Canadians mascot, and then freaking... see that. What the fuck is that thing? What is Yopi or whatever his name is? He's a freaking. Uh... What is he? A sewer creature? <laughs> I don't know. It's probably some kind of French Canadian fucking creep ass dude that's I like mean, crawling around. He's, he's that cellar dweller, dude. He's it'd, just... it'd be better if it was a fucking dancing piece of poutine. <laughs> like that guy sucks. I hate that thing. I I'm mean, all about gritty. I'm on the gritty bandwagon. I followed him immediately when I found he had a Twitter account. He shot. He fell on the ice. He's doing great. I Got mean, his first kiss. I am. I am kind of all about. Just nonsensical <laughs> mascots. mascots, you know, because like, yeah, you can have like an animal, like, okay, the sabers have saber tooth. It makes sense. But like at the same time, like, I don't know. Imagine if we had just random, some random weird ass looking Muppet. How excited, how more, how much more excited would you be if we had that as our mascot? I mean, it would have made my childhood a little more fucked up. <laughs> Eric would be getting autographs like 24 7 My first Sabres game, I was like three years old, and all I wanted to do was meet Sabretooth. And my dad goes to me, You having a good time, buddy? Put his hand in my pants and realized I was all wet. I pissed my pants because he told him, he told me, like, don't be drinking too much pop because, like, people aren't going to want to get up. So I just peed my pants in the seats. <laughs> Who did Sa- Sabretooth did or your dad? No, I did. And that's right. I still met Sabretooth. He's like, Oh, you met got to meet him and found major day i'm like yeah i had piss pants too so that thanks for that one dick <laughs> speaking of pissing your pants i guess let's get into our first beer yeah let's do it mine's gone yeah oh you just you pounded this huh well we are drinking the dogfish head pumpkin ale it is a brown ale brewed with pumpkin and spices 
It is uh, 7% ABV. It what? says that our fall favorite full body brown ale is brewed with real pumpkin, brown sugar, allspice, cinnamon, and nutmeg. Oh shit, Gritty's on this. <laughs> this actually is probably my favorite uh, pumpkin beer. Yeah, I think I would I would second that. I drink two pumpkin beers a year. I have a, one of these, and then I have a Southern Tier pumpkin. And if Warlock's cheap, I'll throw a Warlock in there. But did they I, just come out with? Did I see somebody post recently the they had a chai spiced. Yes, pumpkin? draft draft only. Yeah, or draft only. Yeah, I'd be interested to see how From that Southern Tier, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I think there's crawlers or not crawlers. I think you, they're going to have it at consumers. I might be wrong. But oh, for, like you can grab a growler. Yeah, grab a growler. It wouldn't surprise me if a random consumers gets it on tap somewhere. Mm-hmm. But I feel like chai spice is kind of like it's more eh, at this holiday, time. like Christmassy. I would. Think. I'm I'm so all about the chai too, yeah, though. I know. Yeah, <laughs> you got your jeans. You've been forcing jeans on you for months now. Oh man, it's been waiting to break them in. It's my look. Yeah, I don't, I'm trying to avoid jeans because I got fatter and they're more of a struggle to get up. <laughs> and if I don't buy the ones that stretch and move with you, then everything else is messed up. Do we think that they brew this with real pumpkin or is it more of the canned puree you can, stuff? You can find the recipe for it or, like, or like a pretty good like clone. I would think it's probably some kind of puree. Okay. Yeah, like when I when I made it years ago, if I go buy like Libby's cans of it from like Walmart and just with as early as this comes out nowadays cuz back when we used to live when Eric and I used to live together, this didn't really come out until about now. Okay. Yeah. And this is because already, it should. And this has already been out at least a month now. Oh wow. I feel Nothing says, hey, summer, you got a month and a half left, like fucking drinking August 1st, drinking fall beers. Because, I mean, it was, what, 2010 when we went and bought a case of this, right? When, yeah, we just... It was two, didn't we just drink the last one of them, like, in the last year or two? Yeah, I think we recently I did. did. I did a vertical back in, like, 2014. Well, yeah, we, ha- we had one because I had it in my beer cabinet. And we pulled one out. Yeah. So I know because I know last year. I know I did I know I did a vertical back in 2014 from 2010 to 2014, and they all tasted pretty similar. Uh, there wasn't really much of a difference in taste. I mean, it's not like a high ABV where you need to. I just did it just because I'm like, you know what, I want to try this out. Yeah, see how the flavor profiles changed, or yeah, you know, kind of which one hit its peak. Yeah, you know, which you know, how many years in. I mean, some of them had maybe a little more of a nutmeg taste to it, but this is mellow compared to what it used to be. Oh, Um, yeah. But this is also, I think they've they've kind of fine-tuned the recipe to kind of be like, this is what everybody's kind of like. I mean, this is still spicier than most pumpkin ales. Yeah, I would agree. Um, Yeah, you you can taste the spices in it, I want to say, more. It's not just like a combination of like shit thrown together. A lot, a lot of pumpkin ales are too sweet. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you can have one of them. We talk, we talk about it all the time with Southern Tier Pumpkin. It's one and done, man. Deuce is the original recipe from when we first had it. It's a completely different beer now. I yep. mean, it's morphed into a dessert beer. You know, and and it's fine because people love it. I mean, we're seeing people from all over the country. That's it's like oh, falls here, and they're posting pictures of them drinking pumpkin and warlock and everything else. And it's people in all kinds of states. I know um, 
one of our fellow Hopped Up Network podcasts out in Minnesota actually just posted a picture on uh, Instagram with them drinking oh, some oh. Southern Tier and stuff too, nice. which is just, it's... It's pretty sweet. Well, yeah. It's funny when you go to Florida and I'm like, shit, I go into ABC like wine and liquor, beer, beer, liquor, whatever the hell it's called. And like, oh, what do I want to drink? And I look, I'm like, oh, they got a shit ton of Southern Tier. <laughs> Dogfish. I'm like, uh, just show me wherever the Cigar City is. And that's got and that's got to be a product of them being uh, brewed down in North Carolina now too, though. Mm-hmm. You know, well, it's pretty cool that they're starting to do variants of the original pumpkin too. You know, where first couple of years it now he has a following. Uh, you know, then they did the Warlock in the couple of years of that, and now they've have the the coffee infused, the the Rum King. Um, no, we just talked about the chai. Um, so that, I mean, they're just trying different recipes and you know, kind of playing off of what other big brewers are doing. And that's the best way they got to do it with that because that's gonna that this this is their money maker. Yeah. So might as well brew it and sell it any which way you can. I mean, why well, I, I keep them in business in new school. <laughs> True. <laughs> it's, yeah, you got that stock. But I mean, look at what Ballast Point did with Sculpin. I mean, how many Sculpins are out there now? Nine. Like, nine <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> every year, some every year at least two. Habanero mango. Two new ones come out. Like, you know, like water Dirty Bird sewer water. <laughs> San Diego seagull. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> do whatever the hell they can. So we set up a giant pool, filled it with bird shit, and then we made that sculpin. <laughs> it's, got that, it's got that earthy flavor to it. I'm pretty sure you get the bird flu from drinking that shit. Yeah, you're uh, you're going to be in a hospital bed for a couple days probably. <laughs> you drink enough to fight that? Get your flu shot and drink more. Yeah, I got plenty of the day. I'm good to go. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I'm 100% with you, Brian. Um, I think this is probably one of the best pumpkins on the market um, that you can pick up. Um, but I don't, I don't venture out anymore, though. I don't go, right. like, looking for pumpkin beers anymore. I mean, I remember the one, when we lived together, you know, I think it was 2010, Brian, when we had our beer closet, you open it up, and it was every fall beer that you had drank. Yeah, there was, like, I think 70 different fall beers. <laughs> That's awesome. Which, which back then was actually a pretty hard thing to do. Sure. Like, we were searching for shit and yeah. trying as hard as we can to get stuff, man. But it was this all like German Oktoberfests and yeah. pumpkin beers and everything. Like now, nowadays, you could probably hit seventy pretty easily. Sure, but I mean, everybody and their mother is brewing some sort of Merzen or Harvest. See, ale I was or- I was looking at I was before I came here. I was thinking I'm like, oh, maybe I'll stop at Twelve Gates and pick up some crawlers or something. Yeah, they didn't have any kind of you know Marzen or anything on tap. Seriously. They had a Keller. You on mine or did you stop yeah, there? they had a they had a Keller beer on tap, uh-huh. which I was like, yeah, I can get this, but like they didn't have their Oktoberfest, and they must have just ran out of it or something. Mm. But like I was like thinking, I'm like, I can grab that Oktoberfest or something, and they didn't have it. Have they had any recent events to where they with with, those, with Buffalo or? Beer Week and stuff? They probably yeah. ran through a bunch of stuff. Yeah, but I know we just had Josh over at West Shore had his Oktoberfest last Saturday. He had a couple Oktoberfest fall-esque beers. He had a, um, a dark Munich uh, on tap. Oh, his Oktoberfest, the Munich I had, it was really good. Yeah, Munichs are good you beers. Know, had a little bit of smokiness to it uh, from the malt. Well, if one of my uh, breweries has been back, too. Like You see more of their stuff pop, pop up this time of year. Uh, Sinkara, or however the hell you say it. But they have all the – their beers are 100% smoke malt. 
And they're Marzen, the Yerbach, seen them. They're generally around year round. Yeah, though. but you see more of a variety now. Yeah. You'll see like three or four of them out instead of like one or two. Go back to the time when we drank all the ones that were available or bought them all that were in Western New York. Where are they at? <laughs> Germany. Germany. So they, they just started canning and they were like, they were canned somewhere in Connecticut. Premier Gourmet had them. I think it was Connecticut, but they were like, cans? Ship, yeah, they shipped the beer over and they had them in cans. Huh. But I'm like, uh, the one kid at uh, Premier was talking to me about, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've been drinking this shit for years. He's like, yeah, they're canning it now, but they're shipping the beer over here to do that. But this is pretty much a uh, a darker beer episode, so. Yeah, we, um, I know a lot of you probably listen to us and they're like, man, all they drink is fucking IPAs and everything else. Well, we're switching it up on this episode. Yeah, I but, wore a hoodie here, so. And it's generally funny because most of the time that's not what we're drinking. I mean, I guess most of the stuff that's newer in the area, that's what it is. And that's why we seem like it seems like it's, we're drinking IPAs a lot. Well, it's also that's what like, the demand's been more so in the summer. And I think we talked, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast, like Knives Out, when we had that. Like, that was a beer that. Yeah, we talked. That's actually on our last episode that we released today. Well, technically last night. So, but if you're listening to this, it's all been out for a week, and that means you're slacking, dicks. That means you're listening to our new episode, which means you probably listened to our last episode. So, thank you for that. So, I just cracked open a North Coast Brewing Company Old Rasputin Russian Imperial Stout, nine percent ABV. Uh, it is brewed in the tradition of 18th century English brewers who supplied the Russian court of Catherine the Great. Old Rasputin develops a cult following wherever it goes. It's a rich, intense brew with big, complex flavors and a warming finish. What's funny is I drafted the pumpkin for my team, and uh, our guest Tommy drafted the Old Rasputin for his team. There we go. See? So these are two uh, two beers on our draft pick on our two draft picks for our first uh, what the hops I dropped the beer ball draft. I dropped the ball and didn't pick up the first overall pick. Well, what was that? The the, the gold medal winning Jenny Creamel? <laughs> no, Maduro Cigar City Maduro. I I didn't drop the ball. I'm just trying some of them the other day. So <laughs> the thing is, again, as we've mentioned plenty of times. Maduro is now available in the area and according to Great American Beer Festival is the best of its kind. Damn right. As we've been saying. So we went to um, training camp at Harbor Center the other day for the Sabres had a morning skate or for the team that wasn't playing that night. And then the Buffalo Buttes had an open scrimmage too. I went with my dad and we we went there and we'd say, oh, you want to get beer? So we walked over to the craft beer section. What's the first beer that jumps out of me? Highlight. I'm like, this is insane. Like, you know, you, we bring, I try to bring like a case of that back and a case of Maduro back. And now it's just like a commonplace beer here that. I know. It's, I mean, it'd be interesting to see what the next beer that has been hyped down there makes its way north up to here. Um, We're getting Fathead now is um, starting to make its way here too. And that's from Ohio. And then I think they have one in Pittsburgh too. Yeah. That's another one that's. Gets hype. Sure. 
I'm thinking from like Cigar City, though. I mean, I, you know, we had the highlight, you know, IPA. Well, we will get into one of those tonight that they have um, a collaboration. Mikel something. I just keep calling him Mikel we'll, Circuit. We'll, we'll name it when it comes yeah, like, to I mean, I. <laughs> The actual um, name of it, but that's what I've been holding. When it comes to as what you're talking about, what you'd have to start looking into is what distributors around here have contracts with in other in other states for beers that they're pushing elsewhere. Yeah, it's a similar thing like with Dogfish. How you'll still see that Dogfish still isn't available in all fifty states. Mm-hmm. Insane, you know. But they're still they're going through distributors or people or distributors working with distributors in other states in order to get their beer out there. So with a situation like Cigar City, they've worked their way here and they were in areas throughout and like closer areas to New York and even actually in like New York City and like, you know, Jersey and all that stuff. Do you think that's a product of our location, though? Because I feel like for us to say like you're a craft beer drinker, and you never have a 120 is like, how is that even possible? Well, being in New York State, we're spoiled. We're spoiled in that sense. True. You know, being close enough and having lenient laws. I mean, up until a couple of years ago, Ohio, you couldn't brew a beer. You couldn't bottle like a beer that was over. Yeah, 9% or 10% or yeah. something like that. And they, if they brewed something higher than that, it had to be like it had to be a brewery only beer. So they didn't really. These laws are like stupid and insane. They didn't really distribute anywhere. And Pennsylvania has similar distribution laws where it gets kind of weird. There's some a of weird. Like you can only buy like so much at certain places, yeah, like so, gas stations. So we don't even get certain Pennsylvania beers here yet because they can't get distributed here. Yeah, where's our Iron City? <laughs> that Iron City mango we had over the summer was incredible for our, like Jenny. Jenny is our Iron City, bro. Jenny is our Iron City. You know, but. I'll take I'll take Jenny all, all the time because of that. You know, Jenny White. I don't do I don't do Jenny Heidi or Jenny Creamers. <laughs> I do Creamers. Yeah. 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 Why wouldn't you? Jenny Creamers is where it's at, bro. That's right. Damn right. I'm low. We gotta get some more. They do have <laughs> the they do have their Oktoberfest out, and Jenny did win a silver medal in the chocolate beer category at the Great American Beer Festival. Really? Yeah. For their uh, dark chocolate scotch ale. Seriously? Yeah. Which that beer actually is really good. Yeah, I don't think I've had it. It's, um, that, it's that craft series that they have. Yeah, it's yeah. it's from the brew house. Yeah. Which, which like that is what we are going to get from Labatt when they open up. What we're hoping yeah, we're, we're going to get. <laughs> you know, I mean, the, all the tanks are in. Yeah. I've been no, walking, like going down a uh, like, training camp. You can see in there that place looks. They were well. Incredible. They were hoping that was going to be open by the beginning of the season. Which yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah, we went out to the uh, Genesee Brew House out back in February. Basically, it's a brew like it's a small, you know, little craft brew house almost like a genesee museum genesee beer museum okay that is like right next to the uh the big genesee factory and that's where they brew all their pilot batches and if things kind of take off there then they bottle them next door you know wow so had they diverted the jenny river or genesee river into the brewery yet I'm sure that's what they're using water-wise. They get that triple filtration system going on there. But uh, good. Like it's it's actually a really cool thing because you can just walk through and they got like 
screens that like explain all the shit in the history because Genesee is such an old brewery. I mean, it's been around for what, a hundred years or something. Yeah. It's something crazy like that. You know, I mean, it just, it would have been cool if you could have kept like Iroquois or Simon pure or something like that alive here. And, uh, John from Buffalo Brewing Company talks about that a lot. Um, He's kind of he's an old school. Uh, well, he's also got that little display there too. And, yeah, and um, and inside the brewery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he talks about you know trying to hopefully one day be able to open up a location or hopefully somebody opens and opens a location in a area in a in a building that was a brewery. Oh, cool. You know, but yeah, we went there and they had like the, the single hop uh, series, like how I think they released one. I think they did a mosaic one maybe over the summer. Okay. Um, and like they had the orange cream mm-hmm. or orange honey cream ale that they released and yeah. like a couple other things. Yeah, people, but, are, people are going wild about that. Yeah, people really like that like one. All my uncles that are like crazy craft beer people, they'll buy like random shit, but they were all like, this is incredible. Like, and, and, that's, and that's a great thing because then if you have a brewery like that, because all the old school guys are going to look and be like, well, this is a Jenny. Maybe I'll try it, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, you guys like your craft beer? Check this out, you know? Yeah. Even that though, you get a lot of people that won't drink Jenny because like, oh, Jenny screamers, man, you get the shits from them. Right, but if but, they have uh, s- some brewers in place that are making some quality stuff in small batches, and and hopefully that's what happens at the Labatt Blue Brew House that's going to be opening up next to the Key Bake Center. Yeah, like if that's that'd be awesome. If if they do it, and like there's a lot of mixed reactions to what's going to happen, and a lot of mixed reaction from. You know, a lot of local brewers and everything else. Yeah, is it local? <sighs> Not really. But at the same time, for the amount of Labette Blue that's consumed in this area, yeah, or Blue White. I mean, fuck, dude. We have three giant uh, or six giant um, grain elevators that are like painted uh-huh. as beer cans because Buffalo consumes so much. Yeah, like, and a lot of a lot, so a lot of people sit there and they're like, "Oh, it's so dumb." But then, yeah, everybody's take. When they first went up, everybody took pictures of them. Right. And I mean, else. our introduction to Blue Light was three for fives at Vinny's. Yeah. For the yeah. most part. I mean, like, when we started drinking, I mean, shit. I went, I started going with that. Like, why not? Three beers for five bucks? All right. Well, I mean, we were drinking Canadian before that, too. Well, but. yeah. I mean, I, I still prefer Canadian, oh, for, like, taste-wise. But, I mean, the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. you can't – three 16-ounce beers at a bar for five bucks – Find a better deal. And generally, if you're going to a hockey game or something, you're drinking. Chances are you're probably drinking uh, Blue White or Canadian anyhow. Did you, any of you guys look at the article I sent you today? So I sent one out today about Ryan Reeves is like working on yes, doing some brewing yes, yes, shit. Yes, yes. I didn't so read article, he, in St. Louis last year, there was a, there's a. Well, tell, tell, the, tell the people who Ryan Reeves is. Ryan Reeves is now a right winger on the Vegas Golden Knights. He would play to the, St. Louis. The Western him. Conference champions. Yes. Yep. So he just signed a two-year deal there. In case, in case, in case anybody was living under a rock last year or just doesn't pay attention to hockey. I don't know. Fuck, you don't have us us at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Vegas was an expansion team last year and literally went to the Stanley Cup final. Unreal. Lost to Washington Capitals. Fucking wagon, dude. That's so what that was. <laughs> Ovechkin's fucking... Still drunk somewhere. Yes. Has he shown up to training camp yet? I have no idea. I hope he's still sleeping with the cup, though. He's, he's still partying with Putin. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, so so Vegas Vegas literally 
won its conference the first year in existence. So it's going to be pretty tough to beat that. Yeah. I mean, I think they're, you know, they signed some restricted free agents that they had pending. They acquired a couple free agents. Well, they lost, they lost James Neal, but they got Paul Stastny. Yeah. So I think. Holly Walnuts? I feel like. It comes down to goaltending, I think. And if Flurry can uh, replicate what he did last year. Which I don't think is going to happen, but. Yeah. But if they have a back, you know, they, they had what? He was down for an extended period of time and they were on their fourth goalie and they still. And that's it. I mean, and nobody expected games. that to happen. So yeah. and they play fast. So we'll see. I mean, the West is the better conference. Being in a division now that has a team that has Brent Burns, Eric Carlson, and Vlasic as their top three defensemen. It's going to be pretty tough. It's going to be a tough thing for them to be able to do. Well, the difference with that is the West is more of a slugfest where the East is, I, don't, I know it's not the West and East anymore, but you the, you still get the fucking point of it. Yeah. It's more of a slugfest in the West Coast. And, and East, it's just, you got Boston, Tampa, Toronto. Well, talking about the West being a slugfest, that brings it back to Ryan Reeves. So tell pe- tell the people who Ryan Reeves is. So, yeah, Ryan Reeves, <laughs> right winger, um, scored a huge goal last year in a cup final, laid out John Carlson, should have been an interference, and then just fucking bar downed it. Uh, but the, there's a brewery in St. Louis that he hooked up with. Uh, it's called Center Ice Brewery. They are a like the first like hockey-themed brewery in St. Louis. So they made a a red IPA that was called the Grim Reaver. Uh, what was it? Seven, nine or something? Seven percent? Let me see what it was. Uh, I think it was around seven. Seven and a half percent. And he's actually in talks now with, with I think someone in Vegas to like set up a brewing there. Uh, he's done home brewing. That's where this batch came from. His beer, like he did like a Was this beer brewing. his own recipe? Yeah, he like he helped work on it. He worked with some someone there's like homebrew system to kind of like test it but yeah he's so he's got a pair i mean that's kind of cool like he said like something he can get into and have after hockey i mean fuck man that'd be awesome you play play in the nhl for a decade then retire and open up your own brewery like right yeah that's a that's pretty and good you live in vegas career. yeah isn't there a, a canadian uh hal gill does um has some stuff too it's a it's a one of the girls on one on the canadian national team is like a brewer at like a Oh really? I believe so. Hmm. Um I don't know if anybody wants to look it up. I that Google's machine. But yeah, there's a I, I believe there's one of the girls on the Canadian national team is like a brewer at like a <laughs> at a at a craft brewery somewhere That's in Ontario insane. or something. To be like a big brewer like that and like how much time you have to dedicate into the she she alone. may she may be retired at this point. Like I'm not sure. I remember seeing pictures and reading an article briefly. Hockey and beer go hand in hand. Absolutely, especially because it's fucking and a, Conehead it, continues. It's a Canadian sport. Yes, yes. You get my man Conehead at the Bison game. That comes on down to the Saber games. It's great. <laughs> yeah, I get that Conehead guarantee. <laughs> yeah, they won't be serving the Conehead IPA at Kivik Center though. No, because there's like six yingling stands, which makes no sense. <laughs> and, you know, one of the guys that I played hockey with, that guy is fucking always drinking yingling. He's like, that's my beer. I'm like, dude, yingling like sits in me like a fucking ton of bricks if I have one of them. I, there's no way in hell. And to, to go to the arena and drink them, I'm not paying eight, nine bucks for that. Yeah. I'd rather right. drink a Mike's Hard for that. I might get a little bit squirrelier too. Do they sell Mike's Hard at yeah, that arena? Yeah, it's gross. They should sell the Twisted Tea, bro. 
I don't know if I. We need a, it. we need a playoff run for that. I don't, yeah, I, say, I don't know. I don't know if I drink a twisted tea at a hockey game. I would. Are you kidding me? Can you sneak a box of it in there? Yo, dude, they do make the box ones. I know. So we can you can get that bladder bag and just kind of pop pop <laughs> it in there. So what are they gonna do? They're not. They don't really patch it down. Right. It's not gonna go through the thing. It gets my colostomy bag. <laughs> yeah. Stay off of it. They only pour you some. <laughs> you want to sit my bag? I don't like, know. Oh maybe, my god. Maybe if this was 15 years ago, we'd be sneaking bags of twisted tea in, into <laughs> hockey games. Yeah, like think. the day when I snuck a couple beers in, I stuck some blues in, and they fucking cut my leg open. <laughs> Going to the Bandits uh, 2005 final game. Uh, me and Griff and I passed out in the seats. Was that the? <sighs> it was 05. 04, 05. Really? Yeah, I stuck two beers in the arena. I, I, I walked. I tucked them in my socks. And did they? What, did they went again? Like after that? Oh too, yeah, right? a bunch of times. Yeah, I don't think they've won since. They was that, was that the one? Was that the one that was on ESPN two? Who knows at that point? I'm trying to think because I remember no, that was the I met I met we had, that was the night of it might have been the night of uh, if it wasn't the Pommetville goal it was something again the Sabers were playing Ottawa. I remember watching a Bandits final game in the afternoon on ESPN while I was working at Fridays. Well, they won in like so like but I was I, I was I was serving though so it had to be like. Somewhere like it, maybe oh six, oh seven, maybe. I mean, they've been to a bunch. They haven't won since oh three. I don't think oh five, oh three, oh five. They lost. It was. No, no, you're you're the you're the bandits uh, expert. I passed out in the seat and I kicked the beer over and it spilled. And some kid in front of me told his mom on me. I fucking like looked at that kid. I'm like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Did you get escorted out? No, I just let me sleep. The amount of times that we've been with people that spilled beer on people in front of them. You guys oh, like the Vanek hat trick when we spilled beer all over against the Lightning and you just made fun of Kerry Rambo the whole time? You guys are all assholes. <laughs> I didn't spill beer on anybody. You kept going, hey, Kerry Rambo! Kerry Rambo! Yeah, I was just messing with Rambo the whole time. Well, whatever. You should, know where to, you should cheer for the damn Sabres. I'd sit there like a fucking slug. <laughs> Remember the game we went to? We played Toronto. And it was just you and me. Me and you? Yeah, we were up in the upper deck, and it was like yeah, five. Like, to, it was like five like to eighty three. bucks a ticket or something. Like it was like that. five to three, third period, and Vanek like got a hat trick that night, and we came back and won like six to five or something like that. Was that the one he scored? No, is that one we scored from center for the empty netter? I think so. I've seen like three or four Vanek hat tricks. Yeah, like I went two weeks in a row. We had back to back ones against the Lightning. Just so everybody knows, Eric is probably the biggest Thomas Vanek fan. Outside of Minnesota, there's got to be somebody bigger there. <laughs> yeah, probably. Without a doubt. He's got that Gophers jersey. I want that Gophers jersey. I don't Someone understand. Give me, someone's got to give me a Vanek jersey. From I really Gophers. I really don't understand why you haven't just been buying Vanek jerseys throughout the years. Kids. I mean, at this point, what, he has nine jerseys that you can get? <laughs> what? Dude, even that from China is like $1,000. <laughs> Those fanatic jerseys, even like the cheap ones, are like two hundred and five bucks for the new ones. Yeah, hockey jerseys are expensive as shit. Yeah, because Adidas sucks. Adidas sucks. I don't know. They did announce that there's a Whalers night. That's yeah, right. uh, one 12, fucking night. One night. That's 12, it. Twelve twenty three. I'll hey, I'll still take that. They're still they're making the jerseys. Okay. They're but, redoing it. Someone made the point today. Said, but just one people, night. People in Hartford are gonna be like. Bullshit, we lost our team. People in Carolina would be like, I really don't care about hockey. Or, right. Who or is this like, <laughs> oh, I like the Hurricanes now anyways. And everyone else would be like, this is fucking awesome. Right. Like the rest of the NHL, be like real hockey fans are going to love it. 
We have a draft this weekend. We do have a big draft this weekend. Pretty, pretty, pretty big. And uh, the cup's coming home to Cheektawaga. You don't want to know what I did with that cup. <laughs> you mean it's coming home to Cheektawaga? It's been in fucking Cheektawaga. It's coming to South Cheektawaga. No, you're not even South Cheektawaga. You're Central Cheektawaga. <laughs> no, he's close enough to South. Dude. We are doing a dynasty league this year for the first time. Anticipate a six-hour draft. I think it'll be interesting, you know, shifting from what we've been doing in the past with redrafts and keepers and what have you. And you know, now we have to kind of look at the salary cap and keep that in mind. Yeah, that there's some nightmares going to happen this year. It'll be interesting to see how, how Next people contract play Next going to be crazy, especially the way the league is right now. You have so many young stars that either haven't signed or are signing um, some big contracts, and it's... <laughs> Because well, what Nylander still needs to sign, right? He's yep. still the fact that he hasn't signed yet is ridiculous. Well, they were saying it's on, Toronto not caving. Well, they were saying online that he might get like a bridge deal for like two or three years. I mean, still though, what are they going to sign him for? Yeah, they pay the kid minimum six. The thing is, too, he okay. wants like eight, nine. All right, all right. So they're going to sign him. Whatever they sign him for, Marner's going to be like, I want that, if not more. They can't afford that. Because okay, yeah, you're gonna pay because they gotta pay. Matthew's gonna be making at least ten. Matthew's gonna be making at least twelve. You would think. I mean, maybe he takes the cut to ten, but that kid's gonna make at least what Tavares is making. So he's making minimum eleven. Yep. If I'm if I'm Matthews, I'm saying, look, you just paid Tavares this. I want minimum that. Mm-hmm. He's better than Tavares. Yep. But that's what I mean. Like, he's uglier though too. Like why why would why would he take any any less than what Tavares is making? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I would, like, unless, I unless Tavares is like, yo, dude, I'll give you two mil just to off of my contract. Yeah, Tavares, I'm giving you don't talk like this. <laughs> and he's going to be like, it's a really hard choice. I grew up here. Like, his mouth isn't fucking open. Like, it's wired shut, dude. But you know what I mean? Like, he's not going to. So, so you have to pay Marner. Um, you have no fucking defenseman. Well, the dude, you do have him, like, you got him tied up now. Like, but you don't after, have to okay, sign so any. in two years from now, you're going to have four forwards making what? Half 50 your, mil? Half yeah. your sal- oh, three quarters of your salary cap? Um, Kapanen's, With no defense. Ka- uh restrictive free agent next year, too. So Kapanen, they, they, they you get bridged, though. That's what I mean. They can they could sign him for, like, three three to five. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's not going to. go off and he'd be your piece of trade. But you're not you're not going to get anything for him, though. Oh, you could get something for him, but you're not gonna you're you're not gonna get relief, is what I'm saying, like cap relief, because yeah. it's not like that's that's the easy piece to sign. Yeah, the knee Nylander and Marner are the, your two big parts for them, right? Because what the hell are you gonna do? But well, the thing is, though, everybody in the league, nobody wants to fucking uh, Rashid. Yeah, and Jer- Jeremy White, Jeremy White is right about all that shit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, sign him. Kucherov signed the cheapest fucking deal for one of the best players in the league that anybody can fucking sign. Yeah, but didn't they put then they pay him more? Oh, Did he just sign a new deal? Yeah, but next year he gets like it's like nine and a half next year. Yeah, he he bumps, but no, but the last like three four years have been a steal. Yeah, he's, he was like four. He's like four and a half this year. Like it's insane. Yeah, that is insane. Yeah, but even even him at nine, that's a deal. That's a that's a steal for Tampa. Yeah. David's making three mil more. Yeah. And Tavares is making two mil more. I mean, Eichel, Eichel's 10, 10 mil kicks in this year. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? 
And, well, but the, the kid's worth it, though. Well, can Neilander play this year if he doesn't get signed? Or no, what's he can't deal? play if he doesn't have a contract. He can't. Yeah. Huh. He needs to sign first. I mean, before same he... thing. Pekka sat out a year too. You know, yeah. and... he'll sign. I mean, yeah, the the season starts next week. He'll sign before it. Yeah, I would assume. Like they're not. He's not going to sit out a season. The right. kid's not. The kid's not going to do that. But he's just holding firm to to get yeah. the most maximized. Well, he's got a. 28-year-old GM, too, in place. Yeah. You know, I mean, flex your muscle, too. Right. Otherwise, you're going to find yourself in another organization. And, and, and I mean, thing, like, you get you get shit like that, That's you got a Dougie Hamilton in your hands. And what he's looking at, the fact is, okay, they sign him to something, They'll tra- and, and, the, and there's a bad taste in his mouth, they'll end up trading him before the end of the year. Say they sign him to a two-year contract and he's all pissed off about it, guess what? He's trade bait for them. Yeah. And someone will fucking trade trade easily a first round pick for that kid. Oh, well, I would trade first. We got three of them this year. Yeah. You know? Let's go. The thing that with that that, that hampers Toronto though is that they need a D man. So you're not making that trade without a D man coming back in. Oh, hundred percent. But like say if like someone like Anaheim was like, Hey, we'll trade you, you know, Cam Fowler and That that bust would have been last year. That would have been their time to do it, rather you know. than let someone go. Or like I mean I guess that, that's a that's kind of a bad example. I'm trying to think of a like maybe if uh, get, you get some bums off of fucking uh, like San if, Jose at this point. Like if Dallas is like, hey, do you want Niskin in? You know, Where or is he now? Dallas. He went back. To, did he go back I think to Dallas? So. Well, because he was with he's Washington. in the Capitals, right? Or uh, what's the fucking kid? Uh, not their fucking kid that they drafted two years ago. Klinberg. No, well, say 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 if they if if Dallas went wanted to do Klingberg for him straight up. There's the young. And that's another team that you got to score the. Sh- you got to score. Dallas does need people to fuck. Well, that's so that team's fucking weird, man. That team needs goaltending. Yeah, without- yeah, but they, who are they signed though? They got Bishop, right? They got Bishop. Yeah. Um, Kerry Ramo or not Kerry Ramo? They got. Yeah, the Kerry Ramo train. Kerry Lettinen's still out there, isn't he? Did he retire? No, no, he, no he's still out there he's, somewhere. He's younger than me, isn't he? He's unrestricted. That doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Nobody signed Rick Nash yet. Rick Nash doesn't know if Rick Nash can play. <laughs> hey, the hockey news still hasn't projected at 40 goals, though. Or, four, or 40 points. <laughs> yeah, so is Tyler Ennis. Tyler Ennis is someone that's going to help out the least big time this year. Yeah. yeah. He gets in the top two scoring line there. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll put up his 45 points probably. I don't think he'll go... Can, can, can we just stop? I'm just sitting there thinking, we're, why, why the fuck are we talking about the Leafs right now? <laughs> Everybody's probably going to tune into this and we're going to be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Because in Buffalo, we're just going to hype up. What are we going to say? Like, Nylander should make the team here. Nylander's look good. He's should. made some mistakes, but yeah. whatever. I'm, I'll I mean, take the mistakes. Yeah, he, he definitely Buffalo, should. Buffalo should go all in. On all these young kids, yeah, just be like, all right, Tage Thompson. I, I was surprised, like with Aspen being sent down, CJ Smith being sent down. I mean, those are two guys that they will be call ups. I mean, Aspen might be a better marinating for the year, but CJ Smith was the rookie of the year on the team last year. He went to the All Star game. He should. He looks good. He's fast. He could fill in on a fourth line too, and just he's not big, but he could skate. The problem is, is they have enough contracts here where they want to make sure they can keep. Those guys on roster on the roster too, maybe. Well, that's where you get into something like a Ghoulie. Like you're gonna probably end up sending Ghoulie down because with Ghoulie it's gonna be 
You're the only one that doesn't have to clear waivers. Darlene's not going down. You'd lose Nelson without a doubt. What about McCabe's probably staying up too, right? Oh, yeah, but McCabe, McCabe's a good D man, and he's he's for a four, five, six guy in the league. He's a good player. Oh you know, yeah. I mean, you have a line, but I mean, now you're looking at who you're gonna lose. You're gonna wave Gergensen, Larson, Scott Wilson. I think they're still dead set on trying to fucking trade Gergensen, man. I just don't know if anyone will bite on that anymore. If you get a second or third round pick for him. Second or third round is ridiculous. I don't think you're going to even get that anymore no. at this point. Yeah. I mean, he could play on a third or fourth liner on another team. Well, if that's the point, keep him on this team then. Yeah. You know? The kid's still young enough where if you put him with the right people and you get him still in the like right what, system. Still 24? Yeah. Like I mean, he, the, he can turn everything around. Why get rid of him? That's the point. Because he's what, like a 40-pointer? Like 40, 45 no. points? He's like maybe cracking 20 points. You think? I mean, you're hoping that he's a 40, 50-pointer. Yeah. He should be a 40-point guy, but he's not. I mean, it's the same thing like you have a guy like Johan Larson. So the year Larson like, ended up fucking up his elbow... Like, he was really good. Like, he played a good third, fourth line role. Last year, he was, he was like, Billy Lano territory. Yeah, like, that, I mean, bad. for a person that people wanted off the team, like, he was brutal. Are you really going to – would you rather lose him putting through waivers or, like, just waving him his ass or having him hold a roster spot and everyone bitch about it? He's made a few good plays in preseason, a couple of nice back checks and breakups, but – is it because there's nine sweet players now here, or is it because and he doesn't want to like leave that community, or is it something that would and you they, rather and they might want to keep him because of that fact too? Would you rather keep Justin Bailey here and not expose him because Bailey's well, been skating? Well this is him. this is Larson's last year on his contract, right? Yeah, either way, I mean that's what I mean. So but you he's been him, in the organization now for five years. You let him run out. You, you let him run you out. The con- him, right? Yeah, you trade you traded Pommelville for him. And we got Palmerville back. You got Palmerville back. You traded Palmerville. You got Matt, and you got Matt Hackett and him, and I think a second round pick for it. I mean, I, I might be off, but I'm pretty sure it's pretty no, yeah, close it, to the it deal. Sounds about right. Because it was the time where, like, every year we're trading, getting a second round pick from the fucking Wild. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that. I remember Hackett coming over in the deal, and he blew out his knee, and he. You know, didn't do much after that. After he was supposed to be a, a big coming, and mm-hmm. you know, Larson looked good and exciting in the AHL. But like, shit, man, how much time? Like, how much time are you gonna sit around and wait for a team that's like, just get me there, get something better? Yeah, a lot of that was all the bullshit that they were dealing with as the team was trying to develop. He came up right during that. You time. have a legit first line now. Eichel, Reinhardt, and Skinner are going to be good. Like watching them together, even just watching Skinner like adds that element. Like Eichel and Reinhardt are good together, but like you got another dude that just gonna shoot it, and it's not like the Kane shooting it. Like come over the blue line, I'm gonna just wire one at it. Like it's it's a guy that goes in close, and it's a it's a head up, it's a skating difference. I mean, I don't really like cheering for Jeff Skinner. I don't know why. This is because no, but I was big <laughs> on Skinner the year he got drafted. Was it the Landeskog draft? Well, let's let's find out. Yeah, I was I was big on Jeff Skinner because he put up like I, I, I don't know high forties or like fifty goals he scored for uh, Kitchener. So we just cracked open the Great Lakes Brewing Company thirtieth anniversary Imperial Oyster Stout, an ale with oysters and cacao nibs. Cacao. Cacao. Uh, Great Lakes Brewery is out of Cleveland. This is a 
trying to find an ABV on here. This is an 11% ABV, 37 IBUs. To celebrate our pearl anniversary, we added fresh shucked oysters and cacao nibs to the special imperial stout, symbolizing the hard work and sweet memories we've shared over 30 years of independent, family-owned craft brewing. Savor the rich, chocolatey flavors and subtle, salty finish as you help us toast to the next 30 years. Cheers to you, Great Lakes. Definitely get the cocoa right off the bat. Great Lakes is one of those breweries that we've been lucky to be able to always constantly have. Um, Adam did draft Great Lakes as one of his breweries for his team. I did. And I, I forgot what I took. Oh, I took uh, You the took Edmund, Edmund Fitzgerald. Fitzgerald. That's yeah. right. That's a, it's my go-to. Which is their, which is their porter. Yeah. But I definitely get a little bit of the, the saltiness on the back end. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's almost there's a little bit of like a grassy note to it, too. A little uh-huh. bit. Yeah, I, I get that, too. Um, but I think cocoa is, you know, that's front and center on this. Um, but I think it's well-balanced. Um, it's got a lot of body to it. Mm-hmm. Be interested if- to see if it beat something that you could maybe sell her for a year and see how it... Um, yeah, I mean, it's not super boozy, so... I mean, the flavors might kind of mellow out. You might get a little bit different, but like, I don't know if this would really age. Maybe, maybe six months. Okay. I don't know if I'd age this more than more than a year. A lot of times, people like to age beers just to age them. You know. Yeah, and it, and you don't necessarily have to. Right. But you age it more when you when it's super boozy where it has uh, where, where you want where you want the booziness to kind of mellow out so the other flavors can kind of you know. it's that burning you from, yeah you know I mean first sip to last the uh, it's not even always just about alcohol content on some of them though because I mean you've had eight percenters that are like holy shit that's gonna burn to it versus yeah you can drink a fifteen percent one it's like wow that's pretty smooth it's only like here this is an 11 percenter mm-hmm. and i feel that's really smooth yeah i think this is a, a super smooth this is smoother than the uh, i just the don't i just don't think that it's gonna age yeah like like it's will, got a really good mouthfeel to it but that's the difference yeah. i think where the old rasputin's like 90 percent, but it I mean it's i want to say it's like like a waterier kind of feeling to it but it's just kind of like it goes down well but this is like you get all that mouthfeel. Yeah. I and I never had the old Rasputin before. And really? I thought that was great. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, you know, it's a really, it's a really good Russian Imperial. I mean, yeah, I thought it was awesome. One of my favorite actually is uh, like we'll have to do it as it comes out, but um, the double black chocolate stout from Brooklyn. That's a great fucking beer. Like, there's no actual chocolate in that beer. Mm-hmm. That is so good. And it, it, I mean, it is 10 percent alcohol, and it's probably easily a top five favorite sounds of mine. I was just thinking, drinking Great Lakes. I'm like thinking of what I drink for from Great Lakes this time of year, and. Their Oktoberfest is pretty decent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, but, but their Edmund Fitzgerald is the best porter there is, I think. Yeah. yeah. But they also have the Nasratu that comes out this time yeah. of year. I seen it the other day. Which I is their Imperial Red, which I really enjoy. I think it is. Every good. time I think of, I see that thing, all I can think about is on the league when they said uh, Andre looks like Nasratu. <laughs> 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 and I just see that and I'm like that. <laughs> 
But no, that, that, that's a really good beer, though, too. And I think just, it has a big following, you know, probably closer to Cleveland than it does. Well, even here, here, I mean, we, Great well, Lakes the thing is, the big beers that we could always get here, yeah. and their sampler packs were always solid, too. You get Burning River, Edmund Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. uh, shit, what Burt else? Burt Wonder, probably. Yep. Um, Elliot Ness's. Elliot Ness. Yeah. Be the other one, right? Yep. They take, like, your standard beers, and they make them, like, really, really well. But I mean, I from from a brewery standpoint, Great Lakes is a really good one. Almost to me, similar to Maine, where like you know what you're gonna get, and those beers are all really, really good for what they are. And the brewery's cool too because they have like they have like a tap room that's like below ground, and you know. Oh yeah, because you guys have been there before. Yeah, uh, my wife and I we went there for a weekend, and Cleveland's a great city. I love Cleveland. We did the beer tour, and the beer tour is great, um, but it's. You know, it's kind of disappointing at the end because it's pretty much a sample pack you can buy at your local establishment, uh, consumers, whoever have you. But uh, from a downfall, I mean, that's a downfall, but at the same time, you know that every one of those beers in there is good. But you can sit in that tap room and you can have stuff that they pilot that they're trying out to see if it's something that they want to mass produce. And it's only on there for like a week and then it's gone. And then, you know, whether, you know, the following, they got feedback and it was good or bad. And like the guy was like, yeah, you if you came here two weeks later, it would be a, a totally different lineup of like two or three different beers. And what's great about it too is though recently they started bottling pilot batches of random stuff that people were like, oh, hey, that was a really great beer that they only sell at the brew pub yeah or at the store that's there i don't know if like there's a separate store or something mm-hmm. for it but which yeah. isn't really that bad i mean if we want to take a three-hour drive to go there it's really i not i just bad. i was just there like a couple weeks ago pittsburgh Ohio. cleveland oh cleveland yeah. yeah did you go there or no no they're closed on sundays so we didn't get a chance to go there well, I would, I would like to get their Christmas mail, but they do a barrel-aged Christmas mail. They do something different. Well, that, that's what I mean. They at, at the tap room, they do a barrel-aged Christmas. Yeah, but um, they're, they're usually they are. But that, that, that's that's what it was. Was the what Great Lakes likes to do is they do a lot of events and they hype their beers up a lot, mm-hmm. and especially their Christmas sale. If you've never well, it had, is like the number one Christmas beer. Yeah, isn't if it? you've never had their Christmas ale, the the flavor profile of that beer is what most Christmas ales should probably taste like, in my opinion. I agree. I love celebration. I didn't like that fucking celebration from Anchor. Yeah. No, 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 no. Celebration is Sierra Nevada. Oh, the anchors, the, the like Happy New Year, like whatever. Whatever that yeah. one. They go sucks, dude. But they, they tweak the recipe every year. That's the difference with that. There's some little tweak to it every year. That used to be really good. Well, you had a good year. Yeah. Great Lakes does a Christmas in July thing where they'll tap a keg of the year before. Or... I don't. I don't <laughs> actually know. It's a huge party, and they shut down the street. I mean, the brewery is kind of like on a side street, um, but I remember when we were there, it was like June. It was right around my wife's birthday, and they were already hyping up the party for a Christmas sale, and they were telling us, like, it's a whole weekend, and it's just, like, everything yeah. shut down. And Where is just, the brewery? It's not in the flats, right? No, no. It's um, there's there's a new there's an area in Cleveland now that's like brewer like it's like a little brewer central thing where there's a bunch of breweries down there now. But yeah, um, I, I couldn't tell. Michael, you Michael Simon's restaurants are right over there too, right? Oh, mm-hmm. he's got a restaurant. He's got two there. He's got a, he's, he's got a Lola's there and Lolita. 
And then he also has Mabel's, which is right down there, which okay. is his barbecue spot. Oh, Michael right. Simon is the fucking man. Yeah, yeah. Michael, Michael Simon is pretty awesome. Yeah, we went to Lola for dinner. Yeah. And that was... Expensive or... Yeah. I mean, you know... Worth it, though. It's worth... I mean, we <laughs> yeah. probably dropped 150 um, but it was a birthday dinner celebration. You know, we were there for the weekend, so... And 100, 150 isn't that bad for a restaurant like we that, balled, I feel. We balled out, you know, so... Yeah, but I can't escape that shit. I but, can't. I can't just go. I want to Cleveland for the weekend. Minus kids. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm gonna go here. And my wife's gonna be like, Can I order something that's not on the menu? Yeah, well, you guys, you guys there. went. You guys went before you had kids, though, right? We did. So. We did. Yeah. Well, fuck. <laughs> Welcome back to purgatory. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's in full effect. But yeah, I mean, it's definitely something you should check out. Um, you know, I mean, the Cleveland scene is just kind of like Buffalo. Um, and I mean, the brewery tour was great. It was it's a Rust Belt cool. city. I mean, that's what it is. I yeah. Mean. Um, you know, just to kind of get the history of the building um, from from what they were kind of explaining and just seeing the vats and everything and the process. Like you just went through the full the full brewery. They had no um, no restrictions, so it was uh, it was pretty cool. I'd love to go back again and try to pick up some especially because they're a bigger brew house too but it's a bigger brew house that's still mm-hmm. great lakes is like the southern tier of cleveland yeah yeah exactly yeah. Mm-hmm. also southern tier just opened up a brew pub in yeah. cleveland yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> they're hitting all those so hey cities. so hey great lakes if you're listening open up a spot up here bro yeah fuck man come on <laughs> Just tag them in this shit. I will. I will tag them in this shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's where... We're calling be- you out. Yeah. Calling you out right now. Come on. We got open spots. My porter, so so my the tears coming intake, on your space, we're, you got to get up here. My porter intake would go up so much more uh-huh. if Great Lakes was here. Yeah. I've been trying to get you guys to fucking start drinking more of that shit lately. Anyhow. Shut the fuck up. You just got to <laughs> wait for the weather to change. Yeah, that's why I drafted Edmund Fitz, man. That's my shit. I, I took... I don't remember what I took. I think it took Sierra Nevada... I draft Twisted Tea. No, nobody drafted Twisted Tea. No, Shut you up. drafted... You it was drafted, like football what, shit. You drafted... Canadian, um, New School. Yeah. All right, Maybe we're not going to get into that. <laughs> Making me think. <laughs> let's crack this thing open. Let's get, get the shit oxidized, too. If you are looking for more beer podcasts, just like the one you're listening to right now, then head on over to hoppedupnetwork.com. We are a podcast network focused on our local craft beer communities. Here's a quick example of one of the many podcasts you will find. Pacific Beer Chat brings together a collective of West Coast beer bloggers sharing our opinions on events, issues, and well-crafted brews. We hope you will check out the podcast at pacificbeerchat.com and at Pacific Beer Chat on social media and podcast apps, including Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music and Stitcher. Music is by Conundrum. Welcome to Switch Your Chat. Well, back to our hockey conversation. Back to hockey. You were lucky enough to have the second pick yes. on Sunday. Yep. And we pretty much know who you're going to take. I got two choices. The biggest thing this year is going to be its contracts are going to be really playing into it. I've been trying to do my research, too. So a few years ago... The year, one of the years that I won, I told everybody the year afterwards, like, like what my thing was. Probably done by me, but I love you guys as my friends. Sure. Fuck the rest of the people. That's right. Um, but it was plus minus. Plus minus was the key yep. that I found out was was this was one that was working. So 
as much as plus minus is a bullshit stat when it actually comes to real players, I know it's from a fantasy standpoint that you got a better production off of guys that had a better plus minus. So if you had a guy each had 40 points, but one was minus 16 and the other one was plus four, I would take the guy that's plus four. Right. Because it was paying off better. Even the same thing. Like I would go through and I'd change my filtering to who's got a better plus minus. And then you'd see the higher rate players and you'd see like you'd see guys like, holy shit, why is Matt Duchesne sitting here? Like, well Matt Duchesne's sitting here because he's minus seventeen right now. Because he sucks balls on five on five. No, I like Matt Duchesne. I just feel bad for my man that he's gotta be in Ottawa. <laughs> and he's gonna get paid this this year. Well that's what I think too. It you know, it, it's it's a variable that we've never really had to worry about before. And I think, you know... I think it might take a couple years, though. Hopefully with the, you know, the people that we have in our league now, um, and everyone is aware of, you know, the, the rules that will be in place. But I feel it's just going to take longer because you don't want people to go over the cap that we've set. I mean, you look at the, the top 20, and... There's not a guy under five or six million, you know. Oh I mean, no! You got a couple. You got line A that's like under a million, but you, you have know, Austin Matthews right now. But you, you know, know, next year you're gonna be you're gonna be you're having LK 10, 10. 10, 10, 12 million easily. Right. So then, who are you gonna cut? You know, you gotta you gotta cut some of your dead weight next yeah, year. And which we, me and Brian talked about it when we brought up the what was it the the left wing lock analysis because left wing lock went into it really deep. Mm-hmm. But one of the craziest things that they had on there, they had Shea Weber ranked tenth. Like, there's no fucking way in hell. Shea Weber's what 33, 34 years old now. Yeah, or will out, be this year. And out, Shea so. Weber's great. Don't get me wrong. Shea Weber's a hell of a person captain mm-hmm. i don't know the person i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about that but i mean like he should be the captain in montreal this year you know he's gonna miss three months probably with his whatever fucking is wrong with him now right and you're but not getting any younger i mean nicholas lindstrom played competitive till like 40 years old like he was really good at 40 still but you know they're they're gonna national's gonna get fucked too because they're gonna be on the hook for like 20 million or like 10 million or like for um, the cap recapture if he retires oh unless they change it in the cba so i don't think he's gonna retire though dude it's like it's at like 42 years old and like it's like 18 million or something nashville would get hit with like it's not cap friendly the cap recapture penalty but they would hit Nashville with it, which is crazy. Because I speaking of Nashville, I didn't realize Ryan Ellis was making so little right now. Well, they just resigned him though. I, this, got, but it's still like reasonable. Like but what he's making, really, what he's making at the moment is ridiculous. Yeah, like like cheap. Yeah. But so the, the the most fucked up part about Shea Weber is, so he was signed to an offer sheet. Philly signed him, but yet Tampa or uh, and Nashville matched him, and then. They'll be the ones still stuck with that cap recapture penalty. Well, yeah, because Philly never got them on on, the, on their books. They just they actually just did what teams are supposed to do and signed them to an offer sheet. You right. know, but you look at the NBA. NBA like embraces offer sheets. Yeah. Like it it works out actually really well with it because it lets you manage your cap better and manage players that are underperforming. Or I think any I think any sports fan will agree. If Adam Silver was the commissioner of every single league, it probably would be a pretty cool thing. Yes. Because the dude knows what the fuck he's doing. He's like light years ahead of everybody else. Yeah, he is. I've been waiting to drink this beer, dude, for so long. And these glasses, like, they are fucking... um, 
sneaky. Yeah. They, they fucking house a lot more beer than you think they do. What Eric's talking about is Adam's drinking out of the packet Tiku. Tiku! Um, from the Big Ditch packet release. It's, dude, it's great when I drink it with my wife because she doesn't realize I've poured more, like three quarters of beer in it because it does not <laughs> look like anything. Well, like, that beer, that's a 12 ounce, I think, technically. Yeah, I think so. Because they do like that. They do make bigger ones. So um, you just smell this thing right away. I have four of them now. I have a six point of big ditch, the twelve gates one from their rock the gates party, and then I have the buffalo beer geeks one. But the buffalo beer geeks one is a bigger version, bigger glass. It's a more of a heavier duty glass too. You so that, you got that uh, talker truck, like this twenty ouncer. It, it's like maybe like a 16 ounce or something like that. Yeah. But. Brian, go get yourself a smell of this first before you start talking about well, it. Well, I wanted to talk about no, it. No, you need to smell it first. I smell bourbon. All right. Yeah. It looks thick, dude. Like, do you, can I get a spoon? Yeah, I got, I got a spoon for you. This is this is the definition of leather weather, it is. I feel. To a T. All right. This is Cigar City Brewing's. Marshall Zukov's Imperial Stout. This Russian <laughs> this Russian Imperial Stout is dedicated to Greg Gregory Zukov, arguably one of the finest generals of World War II. Opaque black in color, with notes of espresso, chocolate, dark toffee, and hints of blackstrap molasses. The English hop varietals provide a subtle herbal dryness. And finishes with a hearty slap of roasty espresso. Pair Marshal Zukov with mushroom solyanka, dark chocolate, cherries, and ground wars in Russia. Ground wars? Yes. Dude, are we playing fucking Risk tonight? Might as well, dude. Yeah, I'm coming to Kamchatka tonight. Bust that board out, bro. This, I mean, just like moving it around the glass, you can just see the thickness of it. Can we just like- na- rename this to Evgeny... Uh, could that soft? No, dude, this is Boris Zukov. Dude, what are you talking about? This is Mikhail Sergeyev. Or Sergey Zubov? This is a Sergey Zubov. What's that dude up to? He's not dead, is he? Yeah, he's, he's driving that Zamboni, dude. Uh, probably getting fucking wild somewhere. <laughs> you know, he's, he's partying with... Oh, this dude. is good. Yeah, it's You've had this agent for almost a year, right? No, I bought it in March when we went down there, but it was a 17 release. And when I seen it, because I remember looking, like, um, you sent me last year, like, a thing for all, like, it was like a random beer release of the yearly schedules. And I'm like, oh shit, Cigar City, like, what's out when I'm down there? And this is one of them that would have been, I think it maybe came out December, maybe. Sure. Does it have anything on the bottle? It says 2017 release. I don't see a date. But man, I mean, this is fucking smooth, man. Like, yeah. it smells boozy and it smells kind of like a boozy cracker jack, but it is really like it doesn't. It goes down without. Yeah, any I think issues. I think the booze kind of mellowed out a little bit. I mean, the smell is there. Like initially, it just hits you in the face. But the biggest I think thing I'm the missing- first taste. It's it's not as boozy as it smells. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. My biggest disappointment with this is I this is the only bottle I bought. If you aged it another year, like, I mean, people I think that's probably people were checking into this back in August of 2017. Uh, I mean, I don't have the release schedule, so it's so this is this is probably about a year old. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, it has that aged taste to it. 
it, it definitely has that like it's definitely mellowed yeah like the 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 smell is still there but the flavor is definitely mellowed yes i just took a sip of the water like water just to like kind of like cleanse my palate uh-huh and I can taste the hops now. The like there's, there's a happiness like you that, that's like really well hid in here. Okay. Take a sip. Like take a sip of your um, no, no no. Take a sip of your beer. Give it a second, <laughs> and then take a yeah. sip of the water because Eric's, like, Eric's getting really angry, dude. He's getting no, really. He's getting really. Talk about the fucking Maple Leafs for twenty minutes. He's getting, man. he's getting really aggressive right now. He's telling us how to drink our beers. He is. You just play with your fucking phones. I'm trying to talk about real life. No, I'm looking up those old cigar cities that we had. We had the. Take we also had a, a bourbon barrel warmer. Winter, yeah. winter warmer. Yeah, you can get winter warm right now. Did you drink a fish? What I was actually looking up right now. You see what I'm talking about? Is a little bit. You, yeah. get, you get a little bit of that hot bite there. All right, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this right now too. <laughs> What do you think, Brian? I just drank some water. Ooh. Now you're gonna drink. No, now you're gonna drink the cord. Do you see what I'm talking about? Did, did you get any of that? Are you are you saying that we're getting you're getting the hops when you drink the water after you drink the beer? Or well, you, you drink the water it. to, to so you drink your... the beer, then you drink the water, and then like that there's that like cleanse where your mouth is coming back to you and you can kind of like taste that subtle like hop hoppiness to it. You definitely get more of a hop flavor to it if, like, you, you, with a cleaner palate. That's what I'm saying. I could see that. You know, it was funny the other night. With, um, my, my wife had a little too much drink and she puked. <laughs> and I'm standing in the bathroom and I could, all I could smell was the fucking hops. I'm like, oh, oh God. I'm like, shit, do you have a hay burner? <laughs> <laughs> that DDH hay burner? No, she's like, no, Southern Tier. So going back to the conversation we had probably about 20 minutes ago. So Jeff Skinner was taken seventh overall in the 2010. Did Scott go third or fourth? No. He, Taylor Hall was one. Gabranson? It was that fucking... It was 2010, right? Sagan was two. Gabranson was, was three. fucking three, dude. Johansson <laughs> was four. Holy shit. Nito Niederreiter was five. I wonder. Brett Connolly, the biggest fucking bust in the draft right there. Brett Connolly was six. Stanley Cup winner, though. Niederreiter... <laughs> didn't live up to the hype. Okay. Jaden Schwartz. Cam Fowler. Cam Fowler went 12th. Larry Tarasenko. 16th from Ottawa. Austin Watson. You know, the, the domestic charge, I think, uh, was dropped. But Nick Bustad was 19th from Los Angeles. Florida had that pick. Riley Shahan was uh, projected to go to the Sabres. Thank God they didn't. Evgeny Kuznetsov was 26th. Couldn't Holland yeah. ever do anything? Jim, was that Kevin Hayes or Jimmy Hayes? That was Kevin Hayes. And where did he go? To the Blackhawks, but he never signed, so he ended up going to New York. He went... Which he's a restricted. Did he sign yet? He signed. Uh, he sign? If he hasn't signed, he's doing a bridge. Mark Pissick was the Sabres draft pick that year. Yeah. Bo Hughes Bennett. Said, dude. Bukestad. Gabranson. Fucking... Was that third overall? <laughs> Can we go back to that? That was third overall. Third overall. Holy shit, to man. To Florida. Rough look for the Lightning there with Connolly. Yeah, it didn't really it didn't really hurt them too much. Bermitsov so. was to the Thrashers. Yeah, Bermitsov's back in Russia now. When you mentioned the Baltic Porter, I wanted to mention the fact that Thin Man will be releasing their Ukla the Mock double barrel aged Baltic Porter. On double barrel aged. Ooh. 
I'm getting I'm getting to it. He's getting you gotta, you gotta No, I still look at confusion. You gotta Calm down. Dude, I'm not used to looking at you with a full beard. They're releasing they're releasing this on October sixth. It is uh their Imperial Porter aged in bourbon and rye barrels. Ooh. Carries according to them, it carries a super tasty, beautiful vanilla character with notes of marshmallow and smooth roast. It is a nine point six ABV. We're having a, a coming of the children that day. Like, uh, I mean, I, so I, I mean, gotta, that's October sixth. That's next weekend. Yes, you're gone. I'm going to be out of town. Someone, the, the this uh, is, uh, this episode will be out as I'm probably on an airplane. Ooh, so um, find that I mean, hey, if you want to, and you said Katie's gone that day, so you want to buck up with the children? We can go together. We can. We can. Me and you, man, five children together. Hey, I, uh, <laughs> I got the baby Bjorn and a stroller, so I'm. I can. Roll. Well, my kids are walking. People, yeah. people do like to do bottle shares outside of Thin Man too. So you're gonna be walking right into uh, the lion's den. <laughs> yeah, you'll be walking into a bunch of dudes just drinking random, you know. Bottles of uh, like, here you go, Mara. It's like, oh this. hey, I got this crawler of juice, you know, and oh hey, I got this and I got you're that crawler of juice. I'm fucking uh, the three and a half percent. Like it's like, oh, I got this. I got this I got bottle of breast milk. I got, <laughs> I got this. I got this bottle logic. Hey, check it out. You know? like, okay. Yeah, you can you can bring them juice boxes for them. Be like, yo, dude, check Bitch, this. Bitch, I got out. that fucking juicy waves right here. What are you fucking talking about? You want to ride this Capri Sun Sport? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you want to get juicy? <laughs> bring a fucking gallon of juicy juice. That's what the new beer trend needs to be. Just fuck the cans, dude. Just start putting it in pouches, man. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> dude, if I can fucking Ziploc beers, I'd be handing out Ziploc bags like a fucking champ. This smells really good, though. Yeah. Um, like I said, my, my biggest regret is I didn't buy two of them. I think I don't know how much they were. They might have been like twelve or thirteen bucks. So I'm just like, yeah, let's roll with it. Right. What's I mean? You don't know when it was released, first and foremost, and second of all, I mean, you let it sit for what you thought was like six months, eight months, but but I knew it was a seventeen release. So I mean, I, we know we're on like ten months minimum. Right. You know. Yeah. The good thing about this time of year too, though, is we have plenty more beer releases coming up, and now it's all the shit that everybody's been bottle aging and you know, or barrel aging and throwing in bottles and all that other shit. So well, it's also a nice time for us to dive into our bottle collections too. Oh yeah, no, we have. I got I got plenty of stuff that I'm gonna bust out this year that needs to get busted out this year because I still keep looking at the clips. I'm like, it's only been three years. Yeah, save it, man. I know it just sucks. I got that. I got that dogfish Palo Santo that's been aging for four years or three years at least. And I think the longest I've ever aged one of those is maybe a year, year and a half. That's what I mean. Like, so I'm gonna try to find one that's this year, which I probably should be able to find one. Yeah, I don't think that'd be a problem. And I figure we'll try to compare the two. And then we also have. Uh, I got two cans of the 6.3 beans and 6.5 beans, and they just actually put a thing on their Instagram story that they were uh, using some vanilla beans for something. So I'm assuming they're getting ready to, if if they don't already have something barrel aging, but they're probably. (laughs) I don't know with the with the new brewer. I don't think they're gonna ever brew that again. 
You talk about six point. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, because they have what's the where'd the brewer go? L wife, right? L wife, yeah. But Beastbone, Beastbone was before him though, too. Yeah, that's a was thing. that fifteen. He, yeah, I think so. He was. I wasn't in Chitawaga yet for Beast Mode. Yeah. Right. No, I know. Like he, but he didn't get the like. Beast Mode was early six point for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was like one of the first beers that I had from them. Beast Mode was like twenty twelve, maybe. No, it was the it was the year that, that um, it was the first or second year the Seattle was in the in the Super Bowl because it like coincided with that the Beast Mode and Marshawn Lynch. My check in yeah. was on April first, April twenty first of twenty fifteen. See, okay, so I right woke then. up in Beast Mode. <laughs> I'm wrong. I'm think I might be thinking of Diesel. I think you are thinking of Diesel. And I was at Alberta. They're like the original Diesel. Yeah. They, don't they still put Diesel out every now and then? They might throw it on tap, but I've I, they've not they haven't canned it in years, man. But that's what it is in Buffalo right now. We're in fucking hockey season, guys. Mm-hmm. Let's fucking go, man. Yeah. Like yeah. fuck football. Like I understand everybody loves the Bills, and you know what? Go Bills and AAA and all that shit. But train whistle, you know. Dude, it's fucking it's saber season, man. Yeah, I, I mean the outlook. You know, do we have fucking Darlene, dude? Like, <laughs> we have Darlene and Eichel right now. Like, I mean, they're they're gonna roll three lines that with the top two are actually gonna be able to put the puck in the net. Hopefully, you, everybody, it, it, everybody's been uh, the whole year. Everybody's been fucking tweeting out fucking Casey Middlestad highlights. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. like. The Dude. kid's nasty. I mean, he's 130 I'm, I'm, I'm scared for, like, his well-being, and I hope that, like, he doesn't get hard. But the kid's got fucking eyes, and he can move. Dude, yeah. he's 200-some pounds now. Like, I mean, he's 200-some pounds and like... The NHL's a different beast, though. But it was 200-some pounds without a re- real weight program. Yeah, we just got to get that in that fucking Risto uh, workout plan, dude. <laughs> dude get, that, get, that shirt, get that shirt off and start flipping them tires. That's That, that kid... This is his year, man. Yeah. He's got to prove it. But, like, the fact that he's got that he's got that nastiness to him. He has that nastiness to him. Yeah. This is going to be a really fun team to watch. Yeah, I mean. It really if, is. If, even if they, they win 35 games and, you know, miss the playoffs, it's going to be a fun team. because 30, you can, Winning 35 games is still 70 points. Say you tie fucking 10, dude. You're still right in the fucking you're in the mix. thick you gotta, of it, man. You got to hit 92-93 is usually what your cutoff is. If you get if you get eighty something points, you're almost there. Yeah, you're missing you're missing a piece. That's yeah. it. I mean that's the, that's the thing is they gotta they gotta get from what whatever they had last year sixty something to eighty. They gotta get in the eighties, high eighties with points. You and have a piece. It's called be, an eighteen year old elite <laughs> fucking future Hall of Fame future Hall of Fame defenseman. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be knocking on the door of the playoffs. So when you're going back to the seventies to say this is the best defenseman drafted since you know Denny Potvin and shit. Well you gotta think like in our division, Montreal's not gonna probably be as good. I mean they got Kerry Price that can probably win you're gonna, games. Okay, so you're gonna be better than Montreal. You have Ottawa. Ca- you have Tampa, you gotta be Boston, better than Ottawa. Dude, Ottawa is a fucking tire fire. Yeah, man. no, no, no. It's Tampa, Boston, Toronto. 
That's what you got to contend with. Right. So you got to, but then you got to think of Metro Division, and you got to fucking beat out. Well, 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 you're also thinking Florida. Florida could challenge for a wild card. Florida, Florida is a better team. Florida is what you are looking at as mm-hmm. what you potentially can be yeah. in two years. Yeah. Like that combination of Trocheck, Huberto, Bukestad. Mm-hmm. Those three dudes, like I mean, they you all got, put up. You they, got all, they all they all put up what like sixty something, seventy points. Barkov, dude, Barkov. Yeah, you got Ekblad Barkov defense. is like fucking Kopitar Junior. That's what I mean. He's a big but dude. Kopitar, strong. Kopitar. I didn't realize the dude was making ten mil. Yeah, he's making ten million. Well deserved. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to complain about that. Anze Kovadar is one of the most underrated players in this league. If he played in Boston, if he played in Boston, he'd be have more hype than Patrice Bergeron. With Patrice Bergeron, hundred percent, yeah, hundred percent, long shot, hundred percent. Yeah, we've been on the Kopitar train for a fucking decade. Yeah, that is your boy. Yeah, yo, he won me that championship last year. That's my band, but you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> That's right, bringing that cup home. Love Kopitar. Kopitar, like, might be one of my top five favorite players in the league to watch. Well, that's where, like, when you I... can't get the fucking puck away from him. He's got his big ass. He's 6'4", 220. Like, just stick his ass out. The dude just fucking has that shitty-ass smile on his face the whole goddamn time. He's probably. got those blacked-out eyes because, like, he's... He was thinking he's killed in Serbia, but he's from Slovenia. Like, he just looks like a fucking murderer with that fucking, like, crazy fro thing going on. <laughs> my oh, he got that man. perm, dude. He got that perm. Dude, he's got he's got a golden doodle dog that he just picks up. His name's like Gustav or some shit. Like, were you following Twitter? Oh, for years. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty or something. No, but I mean, I think it's gonna be a great year for hockey. You know, especially with us doing the the dynasty draft this year too to to tie into everything. It's gonna be a you know a shift in how we run our league it'll make it more interesting you know, yeah, if you if you don't like hockey you're probably going to get annoyed by us a yes. little bit yeah it's you know it's prime time season now for us so a lot of a lot of hockey intervention into the episodes on the on the future releases. it's going to be great and miserable at the same fucking time because <laughs> we'll see what Housley can do you know hopefully he can you know build this team and see what the future holds but um, I mean, I like the the moves that we made from. You put ten different players in your team. Goaltending goal is always going to be the issue. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel good with Carter Hutton. He's got great rebound control. That kid can play the fucking puck like it's nothing to. I mean, you got Olmark sitting behind him, who's, just who's, waiting who's for the again? Bots. Bottero. I mean, Bot- I mean the moves that Bottero has made. Um, Connor yeah. Sherry. I mean, we we Our talked about Connor Sherry before we did this podcast last year, sitting at World of Beer, and just talking about him. You know, like this kid could do something big. Now he's for us. I mean, he can skate. He's small as fuck, but I mean, they got guys who can who can score five on five. You know, you, you, we haven't really had that. And the fact that we got guys who can put the puck in the net when... If you play hockey, you know they're not easy. And Middlestep was out there, and he had the fucking... He threw the bag of pucks out of the middle, and he just... Picking him up, knocking him, and hitting him in the, hitting him in the bag. Like, picking him up, like, picking it up, hitting it in the air, and, like, knocking him in the bag. Like, you might be able to get, like, one or two of them, like, trying to, like... Sure. This, this kid was every fucking puck in the... The bag, like, was not missing it, like, yeah, insane, yeah. I mean, that, that's pretty cool, you know, yeah. That we have him on our team, and I'm like, 
I looked at my dad and I'm like, dude, this kid might win rookie of the fucking year. And like, boys just got pucks autographed from him. I magically had a permanent marker in my pants. I'm like, oh shit. Like you always got that Sharpie wine. It's the Friday's life right there. <laughs> <laughs> I got it right now, too. There we go. Yeah, you, just, you don't know when you need a Sharpie. You Exhibit gotta, A. You gotta get an autograph or draw a dick on someone's face. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. yeah. Duty calls. Duty calls. So Brian drops that one and uh, wraps it up. We're going to wrap this shit up for you guys. I know you're probably already sick of us talking about hockey, or you're not. Either way, get ready for the random hockey drops throughout the year. <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter at WhatTheHops, on Facebook at WhatTheHops, and on Instagram at WhatTheHopsPodcast. You can also follow me on Untapped at B.A. Merrick. And, I don't know, if you guys want to drop your Untapped names... I think I'm. Oh shit! I don't know what mine is anymore. Let's see. You, you know, I I do this every goddamn week, and you guys still haven't figured out that I'm fucking. I'm do never this. prepared. My, mine is er two six. <laughs> I am crafty twenty eight, and it's a picture of a fat ass fucking cat sitting against the wall like a fat person that fell. And the picture is of me as the three of us at our boy You're, Greg's wedding. Oh yeah. So yeah, the challenge. RIP Felix, my man. The challenge still is open to untap to fucking fix the goddamn login thing, so I can actually log into both the what the hops untapped and my own personal untapped because their mobile app doesn't allow you to do that. Give it the so, time, is untapped. Let's you go. know, untapped. Come on, make this user friendly. Let's do it. Get the shit in order. We're also members of the Hopped Up Network. Now, there's pl- there's plenty of beer-centered podcasts on the Hopped Up Network that you can listen to. Uh, a bunch from Buffalo. There's a couple from uh, Minnesota, Indiana. Probably Michigan is my- Texas. California. There's actually none from Michigan, I don't California. believe. California. There's a... Uh, no, there's a couple from Canada. There's one from Florida. There's some from like Tennessee, I believe. California, and of course, like New Jersey and the tri-state area too. So, get on that shit. Listen to what people are drinking all around the country and North America, for that matter, and support our friends. So, on that note, we'd like to say, "What the hops? I'll punch you in the dick at him if you say it that way." I'm not going to say it that way. Yeah, what the hops? I'm on your side this time. What the hops?